Way too much going on the screen. What's up, everybody? What's goody? Welcome back to another episode of Pros and Casuals. I'm here with my man's anonymous African. What's good, bro? What's good, brother? How you been? Chilling, man. I can't complain. Good, good start to the week. It's been a I feel like it's been an eventful, eventful day with all the news from Mister Mister Dana White. Good. Among some other things that happened this weekend, but um, yeah, I think I think we should just get into it right off the bat with um, the announcement that was made. The first announcement, which was uh, Sean Strickland versus Drikas Duplessis for the middleweight title. Now he really got his shot. He really, I I didn't think he was gonna get it. I didn't think he was gonna get it, but. Here we are. He got his shot. I think it's. I think we said this before that we thought it was because Hamzat, um, you know, got. I think he he broke his hand, right? He said he torn his ligament or something like that. Yeah. So because of that, he obviously couldn't take the fight. So they had to make it with Sean Strickland, and it looks like they're doing January for that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. And they pushed back the they pushed back the. Uh, the Elia and Alex fight, which I thought was interesting too, because that was supposed to be January twentieth, but now that's February. They didn't say the date. Yeah. So let's just start with that first fight. What do you think about about Drikas finally getting the shot? Do you think he's gonna win the title or do you think he's gonna lose? First, I'm glad he's getting the shot. Cause he definitely deserves it out of everybody. Um yeah. This is a tough one. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is a very tough one for me to decide, but I'm going with Duplessis to win. Why? He's just shown me. He's just shown me more. What he did to Whitaker, like no one was expecting that. True. You know what I'm saying? What he did to Darren Till, I mean Darren Till is ass, but <laughs> he still dominated Darren Till with a messed up dose. Yeah. You know, I just feel like it's his time, and also Duplessis, like he hits extremely hard, bro. Apparently so. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just I feel like. Yeah, I feel like Drikas is going to be the first. Uh, he's the first African champ who trains in Africa. Uh, you know what I mean? So Here we go with this again. Are we I'm just this? saying, I'm not doing anything. I'm just telling you facts. You don't, you might not like it, but that's just what I feel. <laughs> so he's the first He's the first African champ, not, not Francis, not... No, first African champ that trains in Africa is what I'm saying. He actually trains in Africa. He okay. doesn't have an outside camp. All right. So, that, so why is it that we have to add that? That caveat to it, that asterisk to it. What do you mean? Because that's important. Because there was no other African champs that did that. But wh- I- I'm trying to understand why that's the exception that we have to make for that. It's not an exception. I'm telling you, that's what he. That's what he's doing. He's in Africa and he trains in Africa, and he's going to win and be an African champ that trains in Africa. What's What's so hard to understand about that? Okay. There's no no asterisk. I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, discredit Kamaru or Israel or any other mother niggas, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying in general. Uh, nah, I don't. I don't think it. I mean, I think it kind of does, but at the same time, what do I know? How? What do so I know? How, do, how? How does that discredit them? <sighs> because I, look, I know you don't like Duplessis. I know you don't like a white African. So it's not we, that I don't. Not, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It's not that I don't <laughs> like him. It's I don't. I didn't like how he was carrying himself with that whole when he came out talking about I'm the real African champion, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't like that. 
did he say anything wrong besides your feelings yeah did he, he said say, a lot wrong like what name two wrong. right now name huh? two right now name two right now name two what uh things that he said that was wrong because the first statement he made was i'm i'm going to be the first african champion then he yes. later clarified i'm going to be the f the first african champion born in africa then he tried to say within that same second part of that interview oh uh 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 i'm the i'm the real african because i'm born in africa and i breathe african air it's like he's trying to shit on these dudes that are is are you more you so you consider yourself more african than francis more african than izzy more african than kamar usman you know what i'm saying he just because they move somewhere else that's what it feels just, like no i feel you but he's just trying to cement a point that all of these people claim to be african champs but they don't have camps in africa they don't live in africa they live in other places across the world which is nothing wrong with that but that's what he's trying to prove that I'm really African because I didn't leave. I could have left. Y'all chose to leave. And that's all he's trying to say. So that's why I understood what he was saying. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, like, let's let's take a look at how they've done things in the past, right? When mm -hmm. when Aljamain uh, won the title, they didn't say he was the the first American to win that belt or some stupid shit like that. They said he was the first jamaican to hold a title in the in the ufc right okay so yeah. he's american technically right because he was born here but where is he mm -hmm. from he's jamaican right so why can't we say huh how is he from jamaica if he was born in america because he is Jama his roots are in jamaica his family but is he, from but jamaica. he's his not ancestry, from jamaica his ancestry is from jamaica so that's I understand that, that, but so he's if, so, hold on, hold on. not so, from Jamaica. So, so if Drikas Duplessis' ancestors are from Europe, how can we no, say? No, because Drikas was born and raised in Africa. Okay. Aljamain was born and raised in the, in the States. So, so he is not, so, he's not from Jamaica. He has Jamaican ancestries and all of that, but he's not from Jamaica. I guess. His mother, his dad... His uncles and cousins, all of them motherfuckers is Jamaican. But you, Al Jermaine, is American. So now <laughs> there's a lot of people, the Caribbean people in particular, that's gonna disagree with you. And I'm Let sure there's them. a lot of African people that would disagree with what no, you said. No, no, no. I'm there's no sure. So so hold on, wait. So you telling me all these Nigerian kids that's here, they're gonna say they're American and not Nigerian? They will tell you they're Nigerian. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's not what no, you can be part of what I'm trying to say is you were born in America. Mm -hmm. So for them to say Jamaican champion makes no sense to me because you're an American. Yeah, you have Jamaican ancestries, but you're in Jamaica. I mean, you're in America. It doesn't make sense. That was the whole, Drikas, a whole point. I was born and raised in Africa. I never left. I trained in Africa. Therefore, I'm the first African champ. That's all. I guess so. I know you don't like this guy, you know? I understand I, that. I, I don't like what he said. It's not that I don't like him. I think he's a decent fighter. I don't care for his fighting style too much because, you know, it's not my, you know, cup of tea. What's, but Okay, and let, let's talk about his fighting style. What is wrong with it? He showed you in one hand that he can out-wrestle people, and then mm -hmm. he showed you that he can strike and knock out people like Robert Whitaker. So what's wrong with his style? I Because I don't think that he can strike. I don't, like, I think he, he clearly did... But, 
What, I guess what I'm trying to say is I like people. Can that, Robert Whitaker, you're the same person. Can Robert Whitaker strike? Absolutely. And who outstruck who? Well, he didn't outstrike him. He outgrabbed you're, him. No, he knocked him out. So therefore, he's the better striker. That's what you on, always on say. On the ground. I'm not, I, listen, I'm not disputing that. But if you would have let me finish my statement, what I was going to say was what I like is fighters that, that, that have clean technique. He's all over the place. He look, he's mad stiff. He throws everything super stiff. It doesn't look good. So it's not my my particular, you know, style of fighting. And choosing. That's all Got I'm you. saying. So you picking and choosing. Got you. I'm not picking and choosing. Francis so is another one. Like his his striking is not that great. It hasn't been that great. He be throwing all these wild ass punches and shit. That but I'm not I don't but look at him and be like, oh, like his striking is beautiful. It's crazy. It's this and that. No, he just knock you the fuck out. You know what I'm Watch saying? previous pods and what you said about when you lose to a striker. I when, know what I a, said, but that's the, you're, you're missing the point that I'm trying to make. I'm not saying... You have no point because that's what, exactly what you said. You no, said if I, a non-striker is a striker... Hold on, hold on. I did not say that Drikas was not a better striker than Robert Whitaker. He beat him. I, I'm, not dis, I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is I don't like his striking because it doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let the world decide because if you just rewind 30 seconds ago, that's not what you were saying, but it's cool. That that is exactly what I just said. Nah, because when I, when it when, doesn't, when, he doesn't uh, when, look good. He can yeah, pressure he, was he applied. Robert Whitaker. Yeah, he beat Robert Whitaker. Congratulations. He didn't look good doing it. He didn't look good doing it. Okay. No. You like you letting, talk, you letting okay, that yeah. hate blind no, you, brother. On. Wait, 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 wait. Is there not a difference between somebody like Drikas and somebody like Israel or Anderson Silva? Or, or any of these other guys, uh, uh, Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor, the guys that have certain styles that look good. You understand what I'm saying? When Conor's Brother. in the fucking octagon moving back and forth, that shit looks good. When Jose Aldo is out here throwing these combinations and dropping leg kicks, that shit looks good. The technique looks good. Drinkers just looks stiff as hell. Now, now you're talking about aesthetics. We don't care about aesthetics. Been, I'm talking about strike. No, that's not what you have been. Entire time. I don't like it. That's all okay. I'm saying. You probably broke it down now, but previously you were saying other. If you if you beat a striker, th that's that what you were saying. True. I'm not I'm not changing that. That's that's true. All right. So now you added the caveat that it's all about how you look in your world. In for your me, world is for me. Yeah, and in your world, I don't like his striking. But yeah, yeah. Okay. What I'm just saying by your logic, Duplessis is a better striker. He is than they're, Robert they're, Whitaker. Than Robert Whitaker. Yes, he is. Who's the better wrestler than? Who's a better wrestler? Between who? Robert Whitaker and Duplessis. I mean, based on the fight, Duplessis. Okay, so I, because I just want to remember, like everyone was saying, Robert Whitaker was this this great guy and everything like that, and Duplessis came and ran through him. Because mm -hmm. I feel like, and maybe this is just me, you know, tripping or something, but I feel yeah. like a lot of people are sleeping about, sleeping on that victory on Duplessis beating Robert Whitaker, like they're overlooking it I'll as if I'll tell you why. Because. Why? Because number one, we feel like Robert Whitaker could have done better. That's that that to us, to people who have watched Robert Whitaker a lot and understand his style, that didn't look like the Robert Whitaker that we know. Now that could have very well been the Robert Whitaker that we know. You know what I'm saying? And he could have just yeah. got his ass up on his best day. But then he also said he didn't feel like himself. So that's why people are, you know, taking that, if you want to say taking it away, taking that victory away. But I don't think that it's taking anything away it's more like if they were to fight multiple times i think we know who would win but on that day 
Driegas won, and that's it. That's all that matters is that he won. Okay. That's all that matters is he won. Yeah, I thought he won dominantly, but he did. I, again, I'm you, you, me, you are agreeing on all these things. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. He did whoop him, and he did look good when he beat him. But aesthetically, that shit was ugly as fuck. Hold on, we got a, we got a, we got a super chat. Hold on, Kai, Andrew, thank you for your super chat, my friend. He says, as a Saint Lucian, your heritage isn't diluted by American birth because a lot of our parents go to America to have us to give us the benefits that come with it. Yeah. This is true. Thank you for and, your input. And I'm, and I'm sure I don't want to get I don't want to go back into that again, but I'm gonna just leave it at that. I, I see the only reason why I said what I said is because you said the UFC introduced Al Jermaine as the first Jamaican uh winner. Champion. Champ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right and you also stated that he was born and raised in america so that's my whole confusion that's all they're using his heritage for clout that's that's the way i'm looking at it mm -hmm. okay so a, a johnny asks can imhotep or anonymous african name another high caliber opponent that ddp beat no um but you take what they give you let me see let's Let's look up. Uh, let's look up Drikas Duplessis. Hold on. Uh, Tapology. All right. So, where is this shit at? So, if we put this on the screen for y'all to look at it right now. So, this is Duplessis' record, which is a great record, by the way 20 and 2. <clears throat> so. Damn, this man had four canceled fights. Was it because of him? Okay, he withdrew from Andre Ruiz. Chris Curtis withdrew. They rebooked him for something, I guess. I don't know what that happened. And then Kevin Gaslam got injured. Okay. I mean... Okay. I would say his best win outside of that is probably Roberto Soldic from from one. That's a good win. But Brad Tavares isn't really a good win. I mean, we already know about Darren Till. Derek Brunson doesn't really matter. So I would say, I mean, you said outside of Robert Whitaker. So I would say probably Soldic. And that was not in the UFC. That was not in the UFC. But like you said, anonymous African, if you you can only take what they give you, so That's it. he can only I mean, accept the it? fights that they give him. And it seems like he was accepting fights based on what was happening here: Kelvin Gaslam, Anthony Hernandez, Chris Curtis, Andre Muniz. He pulled out of one of those fights and got rebooked for the other one. So it's not like he's pulling out of fights. So I don't know. Yeah, he, he, well, people he are saying Brunson, but I don't think. I mean, he's a high caliber name. He or he's a a top name, but not, I wouldn't say Derek Brunson is like, oh, you beat Derek Brunson, like you should be fighting for a title. That's Robert Whitaker. That's not Derek Brunson. Yeah. Let me look at some of these, some of these comments. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Mekki says, Soldi got slept in one so that win is diminished. I don't think that's fair. Because at the time, Soldic was was the man, so that's not fair. You can't do that. Greg says this middleweight fight is horrible. They can't sell a pay per view with that headline. I mean, you it's in America, so you can't really say that. And you got Wait. the pluses fighting that. I know a lot of people in Africa are gonna support that. So this is in Toronto, though. I thought. No, it is. But what I'm saying is like there's a lot of people who are going to. Oh, watch it. Yeah, yeah from South from Africa. America. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was the next? What was the next title fight? Was it? Um. Matter of fact, I was supposed to put the put the video up. Let me put the video up. Where that video at, Mister Mister Dana White? I hope y'all can even y'all can't y'all can't even hear this. I still need to figure out why that's not working. But basically, he said, "What was the next one? Sean O'Malley and Cheeto. That's in March. Yeah. That's a. I, I think that's a dumb fight, but I also understand why they did it because I understand why they did it because that's what's gonna make them money, right? Oh, let me take this off the screen. That's what's gonna make them money is Sean O'Malley fighting Marlon Vera. But we all know." Realistically speaking, it should be Marab or uh, Corey Sanhagen fighting for this title right now. Then again, Mar- I guess Marab just decided he wanted to fight Henry Cejudo, so mm-hmm. he's fighting somebody. But I don't, I don't know. Like I, I knew that this was the fight to make, but I don't really feel anything about it. Yeah, I mean, Vera isn't even a top three fighter, so I, I, I right. don't understand. Nah. I mean, he damn near lost. I mean, almost lost to Pedro, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought he lost that fight, but yeah. So you know, I mean, it makes sense because they have history, and the way he won, I mean, it was kind of it is what it is. It happens, you know. But uh, you talking about uh when when Marlon finished uh Sean? Yeah. Yeah, he's ranked number six right now. I'm looking at it. Let me put it up on the yeah, screen. So he's not even a top three fighter. Yeah, he's ranked number six, and obviously. I mean, it's a win-win okay. for Corey though. Corey already beat uh, Vera, so if Vera wins, he can easily beat him again. Yeah, you know stylistically. And then if he fights Sean, I mean, either way, Corey's good. He's cool. Yeah, but the, I I think the Sean fight is is a more difficult fight for him, obviously, than Marlon Vera, right? Yeah, no facts. But I mean, there's a chance Marlon Vera wins again. You never know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine if the fight goes the exact same way? That something happens and Marlon Vera beats him and ends up winning the fight? Oh, yeah. Nah, it ain't going to go like that. But that he would catches, be funny. He, he, maybe he checks a kick or something to pull a Conor McGregor, break his leg. Something so all happens. of this happens. So what happens to Aljamain? I don't know. That's a good question. What happens to Aljamain? Well, so Marab and, and Henry Cejudo are fighting. Aljamain already choked out Corey Sanhagen in, in 10 seconds. Uh, he already fought Peter Yan. Marlon's yeah. fighting for the title. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's just, he kind of has to wait. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Because, I mean, really, like, what, is, what else is there for him to do? You rank number one. You, you, you can't up. go all the way back and fight Song Yadong, right? 
Rob Font is fighting soon. No, who's Rob, Rob Font is fighting somebody. Oh, he's fighting um Davidson. He's fighting Davidson Figueroa. So it's like I don't know. I think if Davidson wins, then maybe Aljamain could take that fight. That that would make sense for me. But I just don't see who Aljamain could fight right now. He kind of has to wait. That rematch was the only fight that made sense for him. Yeah, he's not getting that, so. Harry's saying that Aljamain's moving up. Who is he going to fight? Let's look at Featherweight. Who is he going to fight? Fight Max is trying to fight Justin Gaethje. Yair might... I mean, that might be a good fight for him. But Yair's pretty tall. Byron Ortega will be a good fight for him. Arnold what Allen. To I mean, some of these fights Ortega. are good. What'd you say? I said, what happened to your man Ortega? I don't know. He's training. He has he has shoulder surgery. Uh last I spoke to him, and he's he was rehabbing from that. So Okay. That's as much as I know. But he needs to he need to get a move on and start fighting, son. Yeah, he should just move up. There's more there's more out there for him. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. And then since we're already here, Volkanovsky and Tapor was announced. I mean, it was kind of already announced before, but now it's official that this is happening in February. How did you look at this? How did you look at this fight with Alex and Ilya before he got knocked out by Islam and now? Um, before he got knocked out, I thought it would be a lot easier for Alex to beat him just because Alex is complete mm-hmm. as a fighter. And the fight with um Islam made him, you know, a better wrestler, for real, for real. Yeah. Just seeing what he did to Yair, just took him down easily, even though Yair is not known for anything but striking, but still. Right. Um, Ilya, on the other hand, I don't, I mean, I don't really know too much about him. I, I know he's a striker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't no, but he he's well rounded too. He's probably one of the most well rounded people next to Alex. I would say he's yeah, he's definitely well rounded. All right, well then it should be an interesting. I mean, remember, I think this is... remember what he did to um to Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell was supposed to be the grappler, and he out grappled him and beat him up on the ground and then submitted him. So yeah, word true true. I remember seeing that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be a, it should be a lot closer fight, but look. I just can't doubt Alexander. I mean, yeah, he got knocked out, but I don't. I don't see it. I don't see him losing. I mean, everyone is saying he possibly could lose, and Taporia is supposed to be some nasty dude, but I, I don't see it. I see Alexander. It was a lot closer fight, but I still see him winning. Okay. I I can't take saying... away that knock just because just because he got knocked out doesn't take away anything he did yeah. previously. You know what I mean? I I, I agree. But I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm not a little bit scared since he did get knocked out. Yeah, like, no. Nah, it, like it makes me scared. feel, you know, I'm just a little bit more nervous. Like, is he gonna be chinny now? You know what I'm saying? Like he's what, 30, 35, 36? He's 35. And you know what I mean? You got a head kick just now, and you fighting again in a couple months. I don't know. But I hope I hope he can get the win, man. I wanna see Alex win. Really, I wanna see a good fight, but I'm I mean, it's always going to be a good fight yeah. with that guy, for the most part. I mean, the Islam fight wasn't good, but you know what I mean. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe with a training camp now, it'll be better. Maybe yeah, facts, yeah. I think it'll be facts. better. Um, okay, so we're going to switch up a little bit. Before we get into some of the other stuff that was going on, you brought this to my attention, and I wanted to talk about it real quick. So you, I, I'm sure everybody saw this. If you're in the MMA world, you saw it. Ariel and and uh, Chell Sonnen going back and forth on the MMA hour. I watched it today. I don't remember what you said about it, Anonymous, but what did you think about it? What did you think about that conversation? No, I mean, I thought it was just interesting. Like, they both had points for mm-hmm. the most part. But the question comes, what is Ariel? Is he a journalist? Is he a commentator? I don't know what he is anymore. I know he he's, used he's to be a journalist. He's all of those things. He's a journalist. He's a commentator. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm thinking now more days he's more of a commentator. That's what I'm feeling. Like, but um, to say the things that he said to Chell Sonnen as mm-hmm. if, like he could literally do anything to him on a physical standpoint, in the physical realm in general. And I understand mm-hmm. he has to use those type of verbiage against a fighter because that's the only way you would. It's like me talking shit to you. Yeah. I know how to piss you off, right? Yeah. Because with my words, because I know I can't touch you. So I'm going to say you don't have the balls to because if you put your hands on me, I'm suing your bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so you can't put your hands on me. So I'm going to say what I want. And I've never seen Chell get really mad. Like, he was really pissed off. Nah, he was about pissed. That. He was pissed. Yeah, so it was just interesting. I mean, Chell was right in the sense of the pay-per-view didn't sell at all. And, and it was clear that he had inside sources in um, ESPN. That's why he was so confident in saying no those things and he exposed ariel for lying because he was talking about his own inside sources you know what i'm saying so it was just interesting it was just a back and forth i mean i've never been a fan of ariel but i'm not gonna disrespect him in the sense of like you know calling them any types of names i don't I, I, honestly i don't even know how to feel about them too you know what i'm saying <laughs> i can only care i don't really give a fuck about them i'm gonna keep it a being with you yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and try to front for these people no, I mean, it's fine, but I guess the reason why I asked that is for what you just said, which is, is it, do we, do we feel some type of way about a journalist talking to a, to a former fighter like that? I don't, because I'm not a fighter, and I'm going to talk crazy just as much. Just because you're a fighter doesn't mean shit to me. You can yeah. be a fighter. I mean, we're going to keep it respectful until I feel like you're trying to do some shit, expose me or anything of that type of nature, and I'm going to yeah. match your energy. I felt and, like there was a little bit of that, and I felt like that was the point where the conversation turned because you could tell when, when, uh, when Ariel was like, "What you really wanted to say was that I got beef with the UFC, blah 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 blah," and yeah, but you that didn't say truth. that. That's when that's when shit got got hot because <laughs> then Chell was like, "Oh, I did say that," but he didn't though. He was trying. Well, look, he was trying to slick say it, and then Ariel called him out on it. Nah, but no, but when when Ariel called him out on it, he stood on it. He was like, "What? I wasn't trying to deny. It. I've been stay. I've been saying that you." Nah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. He stood on it. He stood the, on it. The thing is this though, Chell started it because he he started with the name calling. Yeah, he called did. him a prick. He called him all of this like as if whatever we want to say about Ariel being a weasel or anything. Like, that's still a man. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna <laughs> let you talk to me any type of way, especially on a video cam. What I can really talk about too. That's crazy. Yeah, like I bet you Ariel wasn't expecting him to be this disrespectful. So he's like, oh, okay. Okay, so you you just mad because you paid by the UFC. Yeah. 
you know, you you Dana White's favorite uh individual. Nah, that's Which that's facts. Like you said, I think and he made both. he made him quit. He made he made him leave the interview. <laughs> that was the craziest part. I did not expect him to leave because he couldn't do nothing to him. He told he said I would strangle you. That's when I knew <laughs> Ariel won because the man started talking about physical violence. I'm like, oh, chalk more for Ariel because you get a nigga being emotional, it's over. You win. My man, that he was the one who started it too with that. He said, "I, I was strangled." He said, "I'll strangle you." I will strangle you. Ariel was like, "Whoa, hold on." Now Ariel's smart. Him saying you don't got the balls to say this to me. That's that's genius play, bro. That's good good work. He he out he out spoke um Chell Sonnen. Yeah, Chell look weak. I ain't gonna like kind of look weak. Now I don't think about he kind of look weak in that interview. But he got too many fanboys and too many people that support him. So. I think I think he did look weak only because he got super emotional. I think if he would have if he would have said everything he said calm, then you know I think it would have been cool. But the the fact that he started doing all of this, I'm gonna choke you, and and started calling him a bitch and a pussy and a weasel and all this. Yeah, then he called him a prick. He was Such calling him every name. Line. Yeah, he called him everything. Funny. It was funny and it was unexpected. That's why everybody was talking about it. For yeah. Um, let's keep it a bean. No one likes Ariel, so. You know what? Okay, that's 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 another point to discuss on this because you say nobody likes Ariel, right? And I'm I don't want to say that I don't agree because there's a lot of fighters that don't that don't like him, right? Like yeah. Jamal Hill is one of the latest ones that's not really. Can we talk? I I'm so glad you mentioned Jamal Hill, Go and on. I don't want look. We don't, we don't want to be disrespectful to fighters. But the only time this nigga's numbers on YouTube ever goes up is when he matches Ariel. He's a struggling <laughs> YouTuber. I have never seen an ex-UFC champ struggle this much. Only time he ever gets numbers is when he talks about Ariel. It's like, damn, bro, like, come on, son. Figure some shit out. Because this shit is looking, you looking really <laughs> pathetic, my boy. You get, you get 50K views when you talk about another man. But when you talk about your life, you get 5K views. That's... <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the worst people champ of all time. Don't do if this, we're going to be honest. <laughs> no, dead ass. Like, come on. Yourself, so I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like when people do that. Like, come on. I don't like when people do that shit. Stop talking about another man like that. <laughs> he just used him for clout. That's all he's doing. Yeah. But the Jamal fans would say I'm, I'm disrespectful. But... No, nah, I, I think, I mean, aside from the point you just made, I'm not really sure why, I, I guess a lot of fighters say they don't like him because he'll say shit behind your back or he'll, you know, I don't really know exactly what it is, but he'll like take information you say and then put it out on the internet and stuff like that. John Jones had something to say about him too recently. Um, yeah, he did. Basically saying like, this is the reason why I don't, I never gave you an interview because you're a weasel, blah, 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 blah. I want to know what they're talking about. Why they saying that he's a weasel? I want somebody to actually come out and say it. I mean Jamal. I mean Jamal tried to. Uh, that's that's his name, right? Jamal. Yeah. Or is it Jamel? Jamal, right? Mm -hmm. He tried. He tried to. Um, because I seen the video. Yeah, but he, he can't was... talk. He don't know how to speak English, so it's like. No, but even when he was trying to put out the information in 4K, when he put out the text message, first of all, that is extremely corny. Yeah. For you as a man to put out text messages via, nah you can't do it there's certain things even if you're a fighter but why i mean i'm just a normal individual why would you do that as a man as a fighter like you're supposed to be whatever it is what it is 
the conclusion I'm coming down to is that a lot of these fighters, I mean, and it was something somebody said earlier, is that uh, they are human. Yeah. A lot of them are emotional. Yeah, of course. Emotional. If you yes. say any single thing about them, it's only the rare few that could just really combat you with some real shit. For the most part, they be emotional. Yeah. And that's why they don't like Ariel. That's fair. Because he says shit that makes them emotional. And then they, you know. Okay. Because, I mean, have you ever heard anybody say and prove that he's a weasel? Or he did weaselly things? I have yet. I mean, nah. the UFC said he tried to expose them. But even that is debatable. I, right. I don't know. I really yeah, don't, I don't know. know. I mean, Besides I, I... the fact that he has a punchable face. And he looks the way he looks. <laughs> His voice, you know, he looks like for real, for real. You watch The Simpsons, yeah. He looked like Mr. Burns. <laughs> that's what he looked like. So maybe that's why they don't like him. <laughs> nah, he does. He does yeah. though. He does look like Mr. Burns. That's funny. But I, I get it. I have, I have, again, I've never actually seen anybody say why they don't like him. The, the closest person that came to that, I think, was um, Brendan Shaw. He had a, they had a little beef, but they squashed that shit pretty, pretty quick because it seemed like it was some other shit going on behind the scenes. But that's that's the closest thing I ever had to that. Brennan Shaw annoys the hell out of me. Ugh, every time you mention that name, <laughs> I'm sure. We Sorry, I know, it's just random. It's just random. No, I don't know. I... Like he's the only fighter to get clout because of Joe Rogan, and now he's a comedian. Now he's getting all. Maybe I'm just a hater, bro. That's just like dog. <laughs> I'm just not understanding certain things in life. But you, I, I know what you like, though. You like people that actually are, are they earn, you know, what they got. And it seems like, you know. He ain't earn shit. Have you seen any of Brandon Schaub's stand-ups? Have uh, you seen his fights? I Actually, I, w I went to, me and my girl went to, uh, what was that, Laugh Factory or something? And he was there. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, now now I'm gonna question our friendship. This probably would be the last time I talk to you. That's <laughs> that's fine. Um, something that I I I, I want to talk about because it came out and it's been it was at the end of the week last week everybody was talking about it. So you know how the UFC is going through this class action lawsuit, right? Yeah. And basically, that I guess their lawyers tried to make it so that the stuff that they had on the court case was private and the court denied it. So all the stuff that they had, all the paperwork they gave is all like out in the open. And from that, they saw that a lot of fighters were getting paid a shit ton of money. Um, I'm sure none of it is really a surprise um, as to how much money they were making. But number one, I want to ask you as a, as a casual fan of the sport, do you care about how much money they make? And if you haven't seen it, I'll pull it up. <clears throat> and then two, I, I haven't seen it. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. And then two, um, with the information you just got, what do you think should have? Do you think that we would we should say that the fighters got overpaid, or that the other fighters who are not getting paid as much are being underpaid? Can you hear me? Is he still here? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. No, I'm just oh. waiting for the numbers to pull up so I can. Oh, make... I'm still looking for it. I'm still looking for it. All right, so 
do I care of people? I don't care. Like, I really don't care about the money. Unless you bring it up to me and it surprises me like you about to do right now. But typically, I don't really like, oh, this person made this, this person. I don't give a fuck because it doesn't impact my life. All right. So here we go. Let me put this up on the screen. So we'll start with Ronda Rousey. Mm. Ronda Rousey's first fight in the UFC, she made a little over half a million dollars to fight Liz Carmouche. Since then, for the most part, with the exception of this Sarah McMahon fight, she's made a million over every time. The last fight she had, she made almost $5 million just off of the fight. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. On Ronda, she's she single-handedly made the women's division. I, okay. If I recall correctly, like the UFC didn't even want women fighters. That is correct. She came in there and changed the whole, so she deserves that. Yes. Damn, they also they also break down how they got that money. Previous disclosures have revealed Ronda Rousey's contract for her last two fights. She would have been paid three million dollars as a base purse, five hundred thousand. If it had not been a title fight, along with the pay-per-view bonus, where she would get $1 for every pay-per-view starting at 200 to 240 $2 for every pay-per-view, 400 to 600K, and $3 for every... Bro, that's so much money. God damn, that's crazy. Okay. Um, Conor McGregor's payouts. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, bro. This shit is crazy. That's why the Diaz brother disappeared. Look at this shit. Connor's payout. Uh, to fight Chad Mendez, he got $3 million. Okay. To fight Jose Aldo, he basically got $4.5 million, basically. Jose Aldo got two. That's kind of crazy, though, if That's you think about it. Money. Yeah, that is a lot of money for Jose. I mean, I'm saying, how is it that Jose gets two point three? And he's the he's the longest reigning champion you got, but Connor comes in and makes double what he made. It's all about what you can, what kind of attention you're bringing in. Clearly, then you got Nate Diaz. The fight with Nate Diaz, he made five million, five point five. Jesus Christ! Mm. And Diaz got 2.8. Nate Diaz got more money in that fight than Jose Aldo got in the last one. And he was a champion. Now, this is the part that I think is crazy, right? So, Connor got 5.5 million. Nate got 2.8. The pay-per-view was self-generated 6.1. You think that's that's enough? 6.1 or 61? Oh, 61. I'm sorry. 61 million. Do I think that's enough? Do you think that you think that that's a that's a fair number for them to get out of it? Also, my God, lawsuit documents also include an expert that cites the payouts from McGregor during the class period. He was comp- compensated nearly twenty million dollars for participation in nine UFC fights, which he won eight. Oh my God! Twenty? I mean, can look. you imagine that? Twenty million dollars. For eight fights. Now look, Sasquatch made up a good point right here. He said Connor only making around twenty million through his whole career kind of sucks. I don't know if that's a good way of doing this. The reason why he's saying that is because Francis could go over here and fight Tyson Fury, not being a boxer, and make fifteen million or however much money he made. Uh, uh, Connor McGregor can go over to boxing with Floyd, and off that one boxing fight, make a hundred million dollars. But he made twenty million off of nine fights. 
in the UFC. Yeah. I mean, it's what we know. The UFC doesn't pay shit. And that was this episode that Luke Thomas was talking about in, in 2021 or 2021. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like last year or the year before, yeah. Yeah, so if they had the highest uh, profitable business in all of sports, mm-hmm. that tells me something needs to change. Something needs to happen. But where do you? how do you change it? Yeah, I don't know. Because I I, I, I'm not a financial expert. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Like, I don't pocket watch, so I don't understand none of these numbers. I mean... Me just being a casual, I'm like, I, right. uh, Connor got five million for thirty seconds worth of work when he beat Jose. Yes, that. <sighs> I get the whole training camp and everything. You know, yeah. You, you gotta I mean, but, but 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 still, <sighs> I don't know. I don't even know how to describe how to describe this. But I guess what I would just say is this: some of these numbers are kind of crazy. These numbers is ridiculous. My man Anderson was making stupid bread. But that's what Stup- I'm saying. You you hear yourself, you calling that stupid bread. Why? Because at that time... Well, yeah, before, for him, at this time, yeah. To be making that money. But, yeah, so, but the, prob- for, so but- the problem is, where is the growth? How come yeah. the money has not moved? Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. As time goes by, why is the exactly. money not moving up? That's, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make. The fact that... Brock Lesnar can make $8 million to fight Mark Hunt. And Brock Lesnar made $3 million to get his get his intestines kneed out by, by Alistair Overeem. He yeah. made $8 million. Yeah, there has to be some type of calculation because they don't just throw these numbers out. It must be from the pay-per-view or something like the, the, the... Well, hold on. It says Brock Lesnar's $8 million purse for UFC 200. Hold on. Oh, my God. For UFC 200 was the highest in years, with him foregoing a pay-per-view cut and instead getting a set flat fee. He had a base purse of 2.5 million with a 5.5 side deal to get his total. Jesus Christ! But he had to forego the pay-per-view cut. Yeah, but I mean, let's think about it. He took eight million up front, right? And it doesn't matter. But then you got Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor not taking that. Where is it? Not taking that deal. And with the pay-per-view points, they're still making half of that. Four point whatever. So it's if anybody's smart <laughs> on that one, it's Brock Lesnar. Because he said, I don't give a fuck about your pay-per-view points. I want $8 million. Yeah, he said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> give me my eight and I'm out. So. Yeah. It's, look, if I had a child, they would never be MMA fighter. It's mm-hmm. not profitable. I mean, it's profitable in a sense, but the risk and damage, nah, I wouldn't. Like, you would be a boxer. You would play football. I'm talking about soccer, not actual NFL football. Yeah. You would play one of these sports where the money is sweet. Why would I risk my child's health to do this? Yeah. Connor only made, he was what, on the Forbes list because... The one thing I'll say is that he is the only fighter that maximized his whole, his name, his potential. He literally made a hundred plus mil with that whole um, whiskey deal. Yeah. And whatever, uh, you know what I'm saying? So he was probably one of the smartest individuals. He let his mouth, mouthpiece do the work for him. Yeah. The rest of these niggas, like the Diaz brothers and everything, they were content taking a mil here, two mil here and disappearing. Yeah. Because you never seen them after that. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, my... My child ain't. My child will not do MMA. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. 
I want to see what John Jones payouts are. And now let's He's underpaid. That's underpaid. That's okay. bullshit. That that was gonna be my next question. This is <laughs> because this, like, he was just talking about on. how Connor was making all this money, and now John Jones is supposedly the greatest fighter of all time. And this and and it's not all words. This is everybody's favorite fighter's favorite fighter. Absolutely. Dana White is saying that he's the greatest of all time, and this is how they paying the greatest of all time. Yep. This I is mean, how they, they paying the same him. thing about Demetrius Johnson. I'm sure his numbers ain't on. Uh, there you go. Look at this. Yeah, that's that, that, that's sickening. That's sick. They were saying Although, this is I'll the say, greatest fighter of all time, and they was paying him three hundred fifty thousand. BJ Penn, I will say this, who they though. say was one of the greatest fighters of all time, getting four hundred thousand. But John Jones, I will say, he's been making a million since he was like twenty-one, for sure. But then you, you know, got so CM Punk, his debut and only fight in the UFC, he made a million dollars, and BJ Penn is not even making half of that. Yeah, but CM Punk was well known in, in the WWF world. That's crazy to me, bro. It was a crossover event, but yeah, that I mean, that boy got paid one point one, and he almost died to Alexander. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Almost died. Yeah, that was the first time I ever see John Jones almost die. He had to dig deep. <laughs> I mean, look, both the of the fights that he almost died in, he got paid the least. The Vito Balfour, he almost got. No, nah, that one. Broken. Yeah, he almost got his own. But after he got past that, the rest of these fights are easy work. But the Gustafson joint, that one, yeah, it's interesting. This is interesting. he the most money he's ever made, according to this. And again, this is up until I think 2000, let me see, 2016, I believe. Yeah, uh, 2011 to 2016. He made his his most, where, where is he at? His highest paid fight was when he fought DC the first time. So that second hmm. fight, he had to have made more than that. He had to have hey. made more than that. If I'm the UFC, I'm pissed off right now. These numbers really came out. Absolutely. But once again, it goes down to how do you change it? You're never going to beat boxing. Boxing, these people can literally do this over and over and over. I don't know what it is. For, it's so weird in the sense of like everyone considers boxing not a real sport, but everyone will watch it when the, when the big the, names. Because the when you say everybody, yeah, everybody watches it because... Number one, it's the oldest sport that we have, right? Yeah. The oldest combat sport that we have is boxing. And it's always had a prestige, even from the from the 60s, 70s, Muhammad Ali, uh, 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 Joe Frazier. Then you go into the Mike Tyson era, and you got all these great heavyweights and Pernell Whitakers and, and all these other dudes that, you know, were superstars around those times. They had enough yeah. time up and from then until now, and even before that, to build all of that up. So their business is very different. They've gone well, through all the stuff that MMA's gone through already. They they put the Muhammad Ali act out and and had that whole situation go down and the fighters started making more money. They had all of that. MMA yeah. hasn't had that yet. No, nah, well, uh, well, the boxing world needs to thank Floyd Mayweather for changing the whole uh, way they get paid. Because now how boxers are making money is they're their own company, pretty yes. much. They're their own yes. promote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the UFC would never allow that. It wasn't Floyd who, who started it. But he was the one who who used it to his advantage the best out of everybody else. Him and um, Oscar De La Hoya were the two. 
All I know was when Floyd was walking around saying he's making 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 million, that's when shit changed. I mean, Oscar was making his own <laughs> No, nah, you're right about that. And But do you remember what he had to do in order fight. for that to happen? He had to buy himself out of that contract with Bob Arum for, I think he said it was like $3 million or something like that? Yeah, and that's what it's going to take for the UFC, which is going to be a historic event. The closest person was Conor McGregor, in a sense, because he has share in the UFC. Now, I don't know how much he has stock in it, but... Khabib, too. Yeah, Habib too, but Habib is not money hungry, so he's never going to yeah. pursue like I was, everything I would based say on the money. closest person that came to that. I see why you said Connor, but the first person that came to my mind was Francis. Yeah, but Francis wasn't. Francis made five hundred thousand in his last fight in the UFC. He wasn't making shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like uh, Floyd was the same way when he was with Bob Arum. Yeah, but I mean, the thing about Francis is he's not though, because he's going to boxing. He has to go to a whole different platform to make that money still. When he goes yeah. back to the PFL, he's still only going to make a million dollars or whatever they talking about. Nah, he's going to make more than that. Come on. Whatever, but he's not going to make 10 million for a fight, brother. It's not going to happen. You don't think so? No, because then you want to bankrupt PFL? Because if he gets 10 million, then the next, everybody's going to have to get it. <laughs> nah. They just bought Bellator. Well, yeah. I mean... This, I guess what I would say is this. I think that people need to start holding the UFC and Dana White and all these people accountable. I don't know what that what that looks like beyond them asking those questions when they go to these uh, press conferences and stuff. But we already know what happens when you ask those kind of questions. You get kicked out and you don't come back. So The top athletes know. need to fight. They need to fight for it. Cause the middle fight, not, middle tier, the middle tier, yeah, the middle tier uh, fighters aren't gonna fight. Like you, nope. you will have the Kevin Hollins and all of these people making 300,000, four hundred, whatever for a fight, and they're Bruh, happy. With Kevin that. Holland is making almost four hundred thousand. Yeah, and they're happy with that. They're they're yeah. not gonna complain. They'll do that for the rest of their career. But yeah. then you got the John Jones who should be making fifteen million, and it's not that the UFC can't afford it because they're the most profitable goddamn business in this goddamn land. Yep. It just, I mean, no, no wonder why Dana White is a billionaire. <laughs> I mean, you got, hey, at some point, you got to kind of respect him being this greedy, but at the same time, it's like, damn, brother. Yeah, like, at what point do you share? <laughs> you, I, I saw somebody said, somebody wrote a post on Reddit um, yesterday about this thing, and they said, um, they said, I probably wouldn't be too upset about this, but the fact that I, that I know that Dana White is in the casinos gambling away a million dollars every day, Makes me upset. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, yeah, he definitely has a gambling problem. So you got all this money throwing it away, but you can't pay the fighters. And that's what they head, say. Really... So Dana White or the UFC is listening to this. I didn't say that. <laughs> the internet said that. I didn't say that. Hey, I, like I said, for the sake of this article, we pocket watch. But typically, I'm not pocket watching. I don't really yeah. care how much a fighter gets paid because but it you see, doesn't affect I, me. I, okay, and I, I would not expect you to care because... You know, you're the self-proclaimed casual fan. However, as fighters, they should be pocket watching because this is how you get. This is how everybody can collectively come together and say, we want to get paid more money. So maybe we're going to do what these fucking actors did and strike. You know what I mean? Let's not accept any fights until they raise our base pay. Let's not. But th- but that's the thing. They will never fucking do it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. If I was a fighter, bro, 
I would. I, I know it's easier said than done, but a just like the UFC is using me, I'm gonna use the shit out the UFC, and I'm creating my own value, and that's and that's the only way I can. You can only control what you can control, because if and you're gonna why, pocket watch, and that's why I'm not mad at niggas like Sean O'Malley who did that. You, I yeah. can't, as much as I don't like some of the stuff that he's doing, I can't hate on it. Because he's doing you what you're supposed to do. It. If you get in that position, you milk that shit for everything. Everything. I want my name on the canvas. I want everything. I want to be part of the... I, nigga, I'm signing with... Well, I mean, there's certain things that I wouldn't sign with, but if it meets my beliefs and my moral system, then I'm going to sign with these people. We gonna, I'm going to make as much money off the UFC as they make off of me. Yep. Even though I know realistically I'm never going to be able to. Yep. But that's why I don't... Like, that's why... This is a discussion you and I always have, but... At some point, it's like, damn, these niggas be crying. I understand. It's fucked up. But it's like, create your own value, my nigga. Yeah. Has I mean, Jamal the- Hill, he trying, but he's just some shit at it. But, you know, <laughs> uh, there's other people who are naturally good at creating their own value. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So, that's my thoughts. Um, Real quick, shout out to Anthony. Thank you for your super chat, my friend. Appreciate you. Always showing love. Um, okay, so there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Two, well, we got a few things to talk about. We got to talk about uh, Masvidal getting out of this Kobe Covington situation, and I have some questions for you about that. But before we get into that, I want to ask you a question that I saw on the internet, and I want people in here, especially the people who are married, to give me a response to this. I know it sounds weird right now, but just listen. So I saw this video. I'm sorry I can't find it. I don't know where it was. I saw it on Instagram, though. And this dude says something along the lines of, um, if you're a man, I don't think he put an age on it. I think he just said, if you're a man and you're not married, I don't respect you. Or I have no respect for you or something like that. Now... said that? whoever the fuck this dude was on the internet. And there's a lot of people agreeing with him. So I'm curious to hear what people think about that statement, number one. And then number two, if you could change that statement or say something different, would you keep it the same or would you change it? I think that's probably one of the dumbest things I've heard (laughs) all day. (laughs) And that just sounds like a man who's trying to please the crowds and the masses. That is a Western ideology marriage is nothing but a business now if you find love in that part it's cool but you got to understand as a man once you get married it is over for you the law (laughs) is against you if she feels hurt if you make more money you know if you make more money than um than your wife she can literally and if she wants to have a divorce who has to pay for the lawyers you do you have you have to pay when she's the one to initiate the divorce. You still have to pay for for the fucking uh, okay, lawyers. But that's you you going off off the topic right no, now. No, that's what I'm talking. No, it's not off the topic. It's all connected, <laughs> my nigga. With marriage, there's divorce. So what does that even point? mean? But wait, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not asking about the marriage itself. I'm asking about him saying that he doesn't respect somebody who isn't. And we don't respect the nigga who thinks like that. It's as simple as that. Like, if you don't respect the nigga for not marrying somebody, then I don't respect the nigga for... No, like, that's the dumbest shit I heard, Sunni. I'm going to keep it a being with you. That's so stupid. Marriage, A, is not for everybody. B, 
I'm gonna assume that this is a Western nigga who's saying this stupid shit. Yeah, I mean, American black dude, yeah. American black dude, that's so unfortunate. Like, that's what I'm saying. Niggas just be saying shit. They just be saying shit just to sound cool and have the world on their side. That's the thing about me. I don't give a fuck if the world is against me. I'm going to stand <laughs> on what I believe. I'm going to say what I want to say. And it's either you love me or you hate me. There's no in-betweens in my world. So when I hear some stupid shit like that, and I don't have articulate points, that's I'm going to leave that for you. I can give you an emotional... <laughs> Emotional feeling. I could tell you that if I was in, if this nigga was in the car, I would say that's the dumbest shit I've heard. And now if you gave me some time, I would, I could write down points of how you, how can you, first of all, why do you even give a fuck about another man's respect that you don't even know? It's like me respecting it. If, if, if the was chat niggas first, was like, that was, that was my first thought when I heard it. I was like, why do I care if this nigga respects me or not? Yeah. It's like if YouTube niggas be like, I don't respect uh, AA. Like, what? Okay, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. We would never meet each other. You would never be in my life. So why would I care? So we need to find out who that man is. And we need to ask him why he would say some dumb shit. I actually want to hear him say what he said. So I'm really <laughs> but I'm going to let you go, my friend. I got to find it. But <clears throat> this is what you I You agree say. with that? No, no, I don't agree with it. But it did make me think about how do I say it did make me think about how we view other dudes when it comes to women though. Right. Like in this, like, it's kind of like the conversation we had last week where you were talking about, Oh, this dude, he's, he's paying for pussy. So the way that he's getting it is something that I can't respect. Right. But oh, update on that. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Update. My friend has been saved. He is no longer <laughs> buying pussy anymore. <laughs> And that's all I have to say. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, so what I wanted to say in regards to that was, I wouldn't take it as far as to say I don't have respect for a dude that's not married, right? Because, you know, whatever people's relationship is with their partner, they could do whatever the fuck they want to do, right? But what I would say is a man that that has not taken a woman seriously and they're over a certain age... And they have never taken a woman seriously. Like they've always been in player mode. I'm trying to fuck everything. I'm trying to, I would look at that person differently. I wouldn't say I don't respect them, but I would be like, I don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it that you're doing that where you just want to still at whatever age you at? I'm assuming this is, you know, we're around the same age where they're 30 plus. And yeah, that seems weird to me. But outside of that, I think it's stupid. Yeah, it does. It it literally makes no sense to me. How to say you have no respect? That's that's deep, brother. It is deep. I mean, cause I, I mean that's the foundation of men. Like we based everything off of respect. Yeah. So if you tell me you don't respect because I'm not married, what? Because I'm not falling for that system? Mm -hmm. Hell nah. And there's different types of marriages. You know, in Islam we get married, not the Western world. Yeah, they get you get married in the in the mosque, right? Yeah, in the masjid, and we, you know, we have our own little written contracts, but it, it's nothing like what the West is. Mm. The West has been created by businesses, hence why there were lawyers, lawyers, and all the all of this shit is connected. Yeah, for sure. So it is. no, so it doesn't mean that I don't love you more, nigga. I'm gonna have a girlfriend for until the day I die. All right <laughs> now, if you now it's up to her to understand that you are my forever partner. All right, I'm not gonna cheat on you. Don't, I'm not gonna use the excuse that. Because we're not married, I'm not going to be faithful. Nah, I don't believe in cheating on none of that shit. I'm going to be faithful to you 
and I'm gonna love you how it is, and I, you know I'm gonna take care of everything, all of that. But the minute you tell me marriage is over, mm-hmm. it's over. I don't even want to deal with that. So fuck uh, that guy. Before we move on from topics, though, thank you for your super chat, Anthony. He asked you a question. He said, "How did you save your homeboy?" Elaborate. No, I I was just honest with them. I told them how I felt, how disgusted I was by it, <laughs> how it was impacting our friendship. Listen, as Suni knows this because he knows me well, but we as men, the older you get, the more you realize you really don't have friends. Like you can count yeah. on one hand how many friends you have. That's true. Thirty friends turn into five, turns into three. So I value the friends that I have in my circle. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's important for me to communicate how I communicate with Suni. So I elaborated. I told him how I felt. And he told me that he understood. And he also said, and this is the funny thing, the girls that he was dealing with, the 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 box that he was paying for, she had a supervisor. And that made him feel some type of way. Because <laughs> he thought it was natural. <laughs> he thought he was paying for the box. And you know what I'm saying? Nah, like he didn't realize that she had a supervisor. And if there's a supervisor, that means there's, there's a manager above the supervisor. And if there's a manager, that means there's an owner. So it's levels to this joint. So once I explained how, you know, thanks to y'all though, because I didn't come at him 100 miles per hour. I just yeah. told him, I'm like, look, I love you, my brother. And you I want definitely you to could have come at him 100 miles an hour, knowing you. Yeah, because I was, I was, I was ready to say, "Fuck this, dude!" Like it's over for you. Yeah. Because there's so many levels to that. It's I really believe third world country girls are sexually trafficked, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And when you leave it in the states. A lot of them are also in that same field, you know what I'm saying? But it's more okay around here, even though it's not. Just think about this, guys. Think about OnlyFans. OnlyFans are the biggest pimps of all time. For every dollar that they get or whatever they get, the OnlyFans owners get 20% Mm -hmm. of all of that. So that in itself is a pimp. But if you say this shit out loud... You were a misogynist, you're this and you're that. I'm like, nah, brother, it just it's all about moral beliefs. So if you don't have the same moral beliefs with you as me, we can't be yeah. cool. And that's is that's it. So that's how Anthony. Okay, okay. <clears throat> oh Lord. I'm not I'm not even gonna put some of these comments on the screen. Wow, they talking shit. You know, I can't well see no, it, they, so. they 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 talking about other stuff that I don't want to I'm not going to put it up on the screen that's all I'm going to say <laughs> they're not talking shit about you they're just saying stuff that I don't want to put on the screen but I will put this on the screen uh, Jermaine says I'm married it worked for me so far but that comment sounds like his woman made him type that <laughs> it wasn't Facts. type it was a video he was like on a podcast or some shit but yeah I agree no it's a talking point to make him sound popular I, yeah. like a lot of these niggas don't believe what they say they say it because it makes it, they know it's going to garner attention and make them look good Okay. Before we move on, actually, we have another question from uh from Kai. He said, Any advice for guys who are maturing in different directions from their longtime friends and how we go about making actual new solid bonds as the people we are now? That's a great question. I'm gonna let you go uh first, Anonymous. That's a really good question. That's a great question. hmm Any advice for guys who first you have to see how many of your old long-time friends you can save if you can have that discussion and see if y'all are on the same you know moral beliefs in that nature and if you're not only thing i can say is continue being yourself and stand on what you are at all times never fold never waver i know there's a lot of times if you don't drink 
and people want you to go out and drink, say no. I know peer pressure is real, but when you're yourself, you will find like real people. It takes a lot longer, but that's the only like I can only tell you how I did it. I I remained myself. So, mm. I mean, I I probably didn't answer it the way you want to hear, but just be yourself, my friend. Even the fact that you even asking this question is, tells me that you on the right right path. Agreed, because you're being introspective. But facts. <clears throat> this is this is what I would say. If you feel like you're maturing in a different direction than when your longtime friends are going, there's a, there's a there's a a phrase that I'm sure we've all heard a million times. You can't save everybody, right? So, if you know that you're going in a direction that you feel is best for you, and maybe that's you know not drinking, not going out, not partying, focusing on work, focusing on whatever projects you got, whatever hobbies you got you know, trying to live a different lifestyle, which it sounds like it's a lifestyle thing, right? Like maturing in different directions most likely means your lifestyle is changing in one way and their lifestyle is either staying the same or changing in a direction that is not where you want to go. So, yeah, I mean, like we talked about on the last episode, you got to have those conversations with people and not be afraid to say, you know what, well, if this is not, <laughs> if this if this relationship is no longer serving me in the way that it needs to, if you can't motivate me to do the things I'm trying to do now, if you're not going to walk this walk with me, if you can't support me in doing whatever it is that I'm doing, then I can't I can't be cool with you. And that doesn't mean you can't be friends with them, but it just means you can't hang out with them as much as you did before, you know, especially see, if they're doing me. things that you don't want to do like going out or and i'm this is again i'm just assuming i don't know if that's what it is but yeah no because i remember he he um kai he he trains or something because i remember him thanking you that yeah, he yeah, found yeah. a new gym and so i mean you'll probably find i mean there's a lot of degenerates in gyms too but for sure you'll you'll find your way you'll find there's more degenerates in the gym than there is outside of the gym i'm gonna be real with you. absolutely i i, I, I'm, I agree the gym the gym culture is full of degenerates so I'm sure it's degenerates that are running away from, from, yeah. from life. So they, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Richie, I don't agree with this. No conversation needed. Just dub them. I don't, I don't agree with that because I think we all, especially if these are like your real friends, like day one type friends, we all deserve to have that conversation with those people because we've built those relationships over time. If this is somebody you just met and like you don't like the way they move, you obviously don't owe anybody anything. But if it's somebody that you've known for a long time, they've held you down, y'all been through some shit before, they know a lot of stuff about your life, you know a lot of stuff about their life, you kind of got to have that conversation, which is, which again, I think when you have the, those conversations, it helps you go into whatever that next phase is. Because then you can say to yourself, I had the conversation with that person. I tried to get them to see where I was coming from. They didn't understand it or they didn't respect what I was trying to tell them. So now I have the ability to say, I tried and I can move on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm going to keep it being, Richie. I'm just like you. Like this, I will, I'm an extremist. I will cut you off for any reason. Hence why I asked what I asked about my friend. Because, you know, you also have to kind of grow. I mean, keep who you are, but you got to kind of grow a little bit. If that person yeah, but, matters to but, you. But see... Uh, um, anonymous the thing with you though is you still have those conversations it may not be the full conversation 
But once you get once you get a little bit of bullshit, you're just like, all right, yeah, this is because you don't just cut them off. You it's it's several things that happen before you're like, all right, like we've had this conversation enough times, nothing's changing, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I don't like crying ass niggas. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. Right. That's just that's, that's a no no on my world. For sure. Um and then Anthony King, I'm a, this is the last one I'm gonna answer on this topic, and then we got one more thing, but uh, Anthony says, "How many legit friends y'all got? Like y'all boys?" I got. Um, I mean, on my end, I got three for a fact. Three. Yeah. I, I used was, to be. I used to have a shit ton, but I only got three now. How many did, would you say you had before? Uh, I would say ten. Like ten. my every day, we used to chill every day. But mm-hmm. the older I got, the more I realized, like, this is the fastest way you'll learn about your boys. Bring them around females. You'll mm-hmm. see who they really are. You'll see who they really are. A lot of these niggas switch up the minute a female is around. That's that right true. there is the tells me a lot. Then a lot of them will switch when it comes to drugs and alcohol That's and, also and money. Money so, is money. I think money and women are the two biggest ones. Yeah, that right there is gonna eliminate a majority of motherfuckers. So yeah. I mean, I could have still been friends with them, you know, but I cut all of them off because there's no point. I care about my mental health. Yeah. Here's the thing about me, bro. I can have zero friends, and I'm not trying to make this about me, but I can have zero friends. But as long as I have my relationship with Allah, I'm cool. Yeah. That's that's my foundation. Yeah. I'm a struggling Muslim, but that's my foundation. So. That's fair. Um, for me, I would say I probably have, like, for real, for real, probably like ten. Probably like ten. Yeah. And and that's different people like some of those relationships are like 20 years and some of them are, you know, a year or two. But you can kind of tell when you when you click with people what their what their morals are, what their, you know, standards are, it's how they carry themselves. And you can kind of figure out how people move right away. But then you got, you know, people change, too. So, yeah. <clears throat> See, I like see see I personal. I know this is the MMA channel. See, I like conversations like this. That's yeah. all I have to say. These are conv- these are the type of convos I'm comfortable with. The MMA shit is cool. It really is cool, but you know, it is what it is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to I'm going to let anonymous decide if I should answer this question. Richie asked, "Are you and Hendo still friends? No malice in the question." I mean, I would have to get your permission sooner first cuz you know me. <laughs> I, I there's no like I, I'm transparent and honest with people, but if you don't want me to, then I'm not gonna say nothing. No, I'm asking. Do you think that I should answer this question right now? Oh, you? Yeah, I think you should answer the question. You got to be honest with the people because you, you're so, not saying that from hate. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. I, I have no, no hate in me for for Courtney. But would I say that we're friends? I would say no. And the reason why I say no is because. He kind he left me like hanging in the, like in the middle of the, you know y'all y'all if, for most of you have been to that to to that video where I talked about what happened and he kind of just left me high and dry in the, right before an episode and then you know dipped out on the, on all the work that we put into this so I would say no only because he dipped and just didn't say anything but if we had a conversation about it and if it was there was a conversation that happened afterwards but he just dipped and hasn't said anything since then so no but that doesn't mean like i hate the dude or nothing like that like i don't have no i don't 
feel anything negative. It's just friendship comes with trust, right? Like every relationship is built on trust. And when you show me that you're no longer trustworthy, it's kind of hard for like without any kind of conversation, without anybody saying like, oh, my bad, I've taken ownership of anything, anything like that. Like, how am I supposed to trust that person? You know? So again, there's no uh there's no ill will towards him. I don't wish nothing bad. I always wish him wish him well. I hope his business succeeds. I hope his kids stay healthy. I hope his marriage stays, you know, intact. But I don't I don't need to be friends with him anymore, you know? Okay. Well, that's that's a great answer. Better man than me. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just it's just what it is. I, I I just I don't know, man. You know, I think when I was younger. I definitely had more, like, I would hold on to stuff like that more, and I would be upset with people a lot more. But there comes a time when you realize that most of the stuff that people do and they say and their behaviors have nothing to do with you. Like, him leaving the show or anybody else that has, you know, done stupid stuff before, like, that, that, that doesn't, that has nothing to do with me. Like the way that they can, you know, handle certain situations has nothing to do with me. It's whatever they got going on and their, you know, triggers or trauma or whatever. And they project that onto me and that's fine. And it is what it is, you know, but I, I don't think it has anything to do with me, which is why I don't take it personal. The only time I've ever like questioned anything is if somebody says something that like questions my character. Or they, or they say something that they know is not my character to other people to try to make it seem like I'm a different kind of person than I really am. That's the kind of shit that will make me upset. But outside of that, yeah, no, I don't, I don't take none of that shit personal. Okay, it's only because I, because I, because I know the truth. So yeah, <laughs> that be it is what it is. Like I mean, Sunni said yeah. perfectly, we yeah. wish him the best, and may God be with them. Diego, I can't answer this question. He says, Sunny, I want to know. I wanted to know this when you started the podcast, but who was the UFC fighter you were beating up when you met Hendo? I can't say it, bro. I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't say it because one of them is retired and the other one's still fighting. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, you know. I'm not gonna say I know, that. I know about I'm not gonna say nothing, but I know about one beef that y'all would love, but I, <laughs> it is what it is. Don't, don't, so don't, don't. All you gotta do is give me permission. And no. it's over. <laughs> No, we're going to leave that alone. We're going to leave that yeah. alone. I don't and want I, no problems. And I, I understand he'll come and tap you up in your gym. I get yeah, it. See, nah, uh, no see, beef. Don't do this no because you're going to make nah, me I understand. <laughs> nah, he'll beat the shit out of you soon, so I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. I'm not going I'm not going to follow. I'm not going to follow. I know. I'm just saying, you let a white man beat you like that is crazy. It is what it is. Yeah, uh-huh. you hate on DDP, right. but okay. you get punched see, on by a white man. Is. I see how it is. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> Two things before we get out of here. Um. One, I know y'all watched that UFC card that happened last weekend. I don't personally really care to talk about it too much. The only thing I want to say is I don't ever want to see Jelton Almeida fight after that performance. Like, I know he's calling out... Um. He's calling out, uh, what's his name? Cyril Gone. Let me go back to the top. My bad. How did I make this bigger? All right, there we go. Um, oh, let me take this off the screen. My bad. Um, 
I'm not really interested in seeing this dude fight again. I don't care. Um, it's unfortunate that he just laid on Derek Lewis like that. But oh, yo, this is the first time in my life I ever seen a fighter in the worst possible position they could be in, which is mount. You got somebody sitting on top of you, like hands and elbows ready to drop on you. And you just sitting like he looked like he was about to fall asleep. <laughs> Derek Lewis, he, my man was just like, like, come on, bro. When yeah. you gonna let me up? Mouth closed, not even breathing hard, looking off to the side, like looking at the ref, like, what are we doing? Is he gonna do something? So I don't know. That was a boring ass fight. That was, yeah, I, really I couldn't was. finish it. I watched like I think up to the third round, and I was like, I don't care about this anymore. I already like, knew what ha- what happened, so that didn't help. But yeah. On one hand, I'm understanding what dude on the left is doing. Because yeah. if you get if you get touched, it's over for you. Yeah, but finish. But on the, the other hand, fight, yeah. On the other hand, like, what are you doing on the ground of pound? You're not doing nothing. Nothing. You're just playing. You know. I mean, I understand you probably can't get this. This nigga got the the thickest neck pause of all time, <laughs> so you really can't. You know, say submit him. But it's like, come on, bro. And Derek yeah. Lewis just got paid. See, he's one of these fighters. Well, we'll say he got paid a bag because to to him, that's probably money type shit. You talking about Derek? Yeah. He got paid a bag. He had to have. Yeah, he probably got like half a mil or something. Yeah, so like, I mean, it, it was a bar. The card wasn't that bad, but the, um, I mean, it was bad, but the fight before this, go down real quick. He oh, sold. this was a great fight. He sold. You said he who looked sold? Re- he sold. Uh, bon- bon- Bonfim? Bon- bon- how you say his last name? Bonfim. Bonfim, he yeah. looked hella good first round. He and did. Then... And he looked good like the beginning part of the second round, and then Nicholas just started whooping his ass, bro. Yeah, Nicholas' style is dangerous in the sense of like it's all endurance. Yeah, and he's, he's not gonna pressure. Stop. He's not yeah. gonna stop. And that's how you beat these little pretty boy looking niggas. Like you, <laughs> you literally just weather the storm and beat them because you know they don't got the endurance. The craziest part about that is I when I was watching this fight, I was like, oh, Bonfim, he's going, he's going to dominate him for the whole fight. You know, he's this and that. And I was like, but I could tell there was some, I don't remember exactly what part of the round it was, but there was a part where he, I think they were on the ground. He did something and they stood up. And Bonfim, instead of putting pressure, he backed up. And instead of Dolby backing up, he ran forward and was just like, fuck it. <laughs> like, let's go. When I saw that, I was like, it's over. Yeah, he don't have the cardio. It's over. It's something about pressure, bro. Pressure and cardio, you're you're pretty much good. Yeah, yeah. If you got, if you got, forget about the pressure, bro. If you have the cardio, and you don't care about getting hit, it's like it's gonna be hard to beat you. Yeah, it's gonna be super hard to beat you. What is this dude's record, bro? I feel like he's like twenty two and ten, right? Yeah, nah. Was it was it like that? I thought he had a. I thought he had a good. Let me see. Twenty two and seven. I don't know. 22 and 10 is good. Let me see. Bro, that man's record is 23 and 4. Don't disrespect uh, my man's like that. I apologize, Mr. Dolby. Yeah, I, I was like, his record was good from what I remember. Bro, don't he's play on with win my streak man's too. Dog. He's nasty. He's on a win streak. He only lost to Tim Means. He's been in the UFC since 2015. That's crazy. Oh, then he got kicked out of the UFC after these three losses. Went to Cage Warriors, won three fights, and then came back. So, so do um, 
Brazilians not have any cardio? Is that what that is? Um, like once you get past that flying shit, is like. <laughs> hey, look! Right when you said that, E will wrote the term Brazilian cardio is a real thing. We on the same page, E. Yeah, I don't. You might be right. I I can't think of. I'm trying to think about it now. I can't really think of anybody that has great cardio. That's that's a Brazilian. I mean, Glover. Glover got good cardio. He's also, I mean, a bigger fighter, but he got a lot of cardio. But most, I mean, here's the thing, though. I think the reason why people say that they don't have good cardio, or maybe they don't, they don't have good cardio, is because a lot of them fight have that explosive style. And when you have an explosive style, you can't really hold on to that cardio. Same thing with, with Conor McGregor, for example. He has a very explosive style. So by the time he gets to round three, he don't have it anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But people who who pace themselves and don't throw shit 100% all the time, like Max, for example, he has the cardio to go five rounds because instead of throwing... Like, Conor McGregor throws every shot at, like, 80 to 100%. He's trying to knock you out with every punch he throws. Facts. Max is throwing everything at like 50 or 60%. Because his goal is not to knock you out. He just want to touch you as, as much as possible. As many times he can punch you in the face, that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> Johnny Walker. <done. laughs> Johnny Walker hilarious. doesn't get tired. He just gets knocked out. <laughs> Bro, because like, it's so funny Vass just said that. Because the other day I was watching a compilation of how he gets knocked out. Bro. <laughs> I've never, he's, it's, it's literally like a UFC 5 ragdoll animation, the way he gets knocked out. Bro, wait, wait, there's one, there's one video from, <laughs> there's one video from his old fights where this nigga got knocked out like three times. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, why did the ref ain't stop the first time? Bro, <laughs> I'm gonna find that. He got dropped three times. Woke up every time he got up. He looked surprised. I'm like, bro, he was not. This... He was asleep for a minute, bro. Look at this shit, bro. I don't know if he's a troll, bro, or if this is really who he is. <laughs> bro, shit is so. I funny. can't believe this is who he is. He has to be troll. <laughs> the fight just started, and look at this. <laughs> look at him. Gets back up. Then he's knocked out again. Right? Knocked out again. Then gets, he he's trolling. Knocked out again. <laughs> He's a troll. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> look at him. He still want to fight. Look, look. He didn't have to get knocked out and get back up acting like he still wants to fight. Oh, Come my on, bro. God. <clears throat> bro, this shit had me dying. Because after he got knocked out again, this part right here, then the referee came in. Look, and he knocked Stop himself out again. Look. <laughs> He's a troll. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. He's doing that on purpose. He's the oh only fighter that he got kicked out back to back um, events. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what I say. He's he's a troll, bro. <sighs> That's funny as fuck. Uh, Harry Harry said RDA has great cardio. He does. RDA does have great cardio, but it goes back to what I said. He also doesn't throw everything 100. percent He's throwing. 50%, 50, 60% punches. <clears throat> That's crazy. Mm, that was funny as hell. That was funny as hell. Um, all right, so back to this card. I don't really care about none of these. This was a boring-ass fight. I thought it was going to be good. This was a nasty knockout. Yeah, it was. 
Super right, nasty knockout. Right, right on the temple. Made my man face plant. Um, this was also a very good fight. I don't know if you watched this one. This was good. I this is one of the few times where I can agree with a draw. Yeah, I didn't watch it. That was a good one. This nigga is nasty, bro. He slept this dude bad. Okay. And I just want to say this, man. I just want to say this. Shout out to I'm Andrew. not a fan of her. Nah, nah, shout ain't no out shout out. Out. I don't care what you say. Nah. Ain't why no shout out. Fan? You know why I'm not a fan. Her, her her commentating, how she was commentating on your last fight. All come that on, hate. I told you I already and that, and that, come I on, told brother. You I, already, I, I talked to her after the fight, bro. We we had a drink at the bar. M O Tap, you you're you're a much more forgiving man than I am. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's certain things that I don't have a connection with her, so I'm going to feel some type of way. That's all I'm saying. But well, go ahead, fair. I apologize. But I, I still, I still fuck with Angela. She's she's from the DMV, so I gotta, you know, I gotta show love. She looked good though, Bruh. She did you watch this fight or no? Nah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm just leaving it at that. Did, what you gonna say? You don't watch women fight? Hey, I don't know what you're talking about, but go ahead. <laughs> Is that what you was gonna say? You don't watch women fight? I, I'm not saying none of that because I, I watch, I watch, you know, I watch what I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angela looked good. That's all I want to say about that. Shout out to her. She did, she did good. She did work. Angela, just get that hate out your blood when you commentating. That's all. <laughs> um. All right. So there's a, is there's a, the fight card is this? Yeah, this joins this weekend. Yeah, it is. There's two things. But about um, what's that man's name? Jorge. No, oh, we gonna end on that. I wanted because I, I wanna. There's a lot I wanna say about that. Okay, this is what they should have done from the beginning. Once this fight, what once the John Jones fight was off the card, because at first I thought they was gonna make this a a main the main card fight, but no. So who you got? <clears throat> That's this weekend. I have Alex win. How knockout? Yeah, that's not. I mean, there's no other way. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't see. How, <laughs> just because of how. <laughs> yeah, just because of how Yeri style is. He doesn't fight for points or anything. He's literally trying to fight you to knock you out and do damage. They both are the same typically, yeah. but Yeri's a wild boy. And that's why you know I he's think, a. That's why I think Alex is gonna win because he's a wild boy. I think Alex is gonna knock him out. Exactly. That's why I think so too. And I think his his chin is perfect now. It's not he he get tapped, he'd be cool. Yeah. So That's I, fair. I believe Alex is gonna win. Yeah, I I agree with that. What round you think? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say round round two. I was just gonna say round two also. Yeah, I was gonna say round two, knockout for Alex. It's gonna be a good fight though. I agree. I think it's gonna be a good fight. This one, I don't even really care, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm so not interested in this fight at all. Yeah. I don't know either or, so I can't. I am I actually excited homework. for this fight. Mackenzie Dern and, and Jessica Andrade, I'm excited for that. And I think I think this is going to be a crazy fight. Who the fuck knows who's going to win? But I'm going to say Mackenzie Dern is going to win just because she's unpredictable. She'll find She'll find a fucking way to win. And if Jessica Andras drops her and tries to follow her on the ground, she's going to get choked. That's a crazy haircut. <clears throat> Which one? Her? Yeah. She looked like... She looked... You know what? I can't say that. So Yeah, don't do not do it. 
<laughs> but you know what I'm going to say, right? I think I know what you're going to say. Them people we can't talk about. The people that... Yeah. All right. Anyways. Hey, I'm a warrior of a lot. I can say whatever I want, but all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the... Like, um, I like Diego Lopez. I'm excited to see him fight. This is this should be a good fight, too. Uh, Benoit is nasty. So this should be a good one. And Matt, Matt's good, too. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Oh, shit. Tabitha's fighting. I didn't realize that. Okay. Shout out to Tabitha. She's fighting Loopy. That's going to be a good one. Um. Okay. Mark Madison, Jaron Gordon. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't really care about these too much. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's good. All right. Now, before we get out of here, I can't play the video because my sound is not, you know, working for some reason. But as you guys know, um, let me pull it up for you. <clears throat> Mr. Jorge Masvidal pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor battery charge in that whole you know, Kobe Covington situation. Uh, Masvidal said they, they, you know, finally got closure on it. He addressed it outside of the courthouse. In this video, he basically said, shout out to his, uh, you know, his lawyer or whatever. And then he said, fuck you, Kobe. Uh, it's going to be a fucking movie now. All these orders and restraining orders have been lifted. It's going to be a fucking movie. Now... <clears throat> Personally, I don't know why after you just got out of court for assault, would you say something like it's going to be a fucking movie? But <laughs> we can just we can just, you know, skip over that part. But the part that I want to talk about in regards to this is how do you feel about fighters calling the cops on other fighters for fighting in uh you know in the streets. Right. For for this specific um, thing. The first thing is. You already had your chance. To <clears throat> legally. By law. Do as much damage as you possibly could. On Colby Covington. <clears throat> you got in that cage. And got your ass whooped. You got your ass whooped by the man that you hate so much. The man that you hate so much. That you broke the law. And attack them while he's eating dinner at a restaurant. So, number one, you have no respect for me. I, I, I definitely don't respect. I don't respect. You had your opportunity. And because you couldn't capitalize that, you think that, what, because in the street fight, there's more. What I, I, I'm confused. I'm just, I'm I mean, really you, confused. You, you of all people, though, know that a street fight is very different than, than, a, than an MMA fight. That's not the point, though. Because <clears throat> it's like, if I fought you. Street fight is going to be on my side because I'm I'm going to utilize every single thing that I possibly can because I don't know how to fight as technical as you. But mm -hmm. you had an opportunity to fight with somebody who trained just as much as you in a cage. By law, you could have killed that man and you would have been free. You could have been free. You could have hit him so goddamn hard that man died in that cage and you would have been free legally. But yeah, you want to go outside <laughs> the cage and do something illegal and hit this man. So you're corny for that. Number two, I applaud Colby Covington for pressing charges on his bitch ass. Nah, come because on, I applaud him. Hey, hey, rat all all day, motherfucker. You can't beat me in the cage 
and you are beating me while I'm eating dinner? You sneak me and you hit me on my head while I'm eating dinner? Nah, brother. I'm going to do the second most powerful thing. I'm going to call the law because you can't beat me in a fight. That's established. I beat you for some bread. So now I'm going to call the law and even take more from you, you stupid ass nigga. It doesn't make sense. But this is the problem. Society condones people like Jorge Masvidal. They think that he's a tough guy because of what his background was. He was back then, street brawling with Kimbo Slice and all of that. I remember that. I was like, damn, these niggas are scary. But you're not a professional fighter. You're an amateur fighter. We've seen what you are as a professional fighter. You could beat the Nate Diaz, but you can't be Kobe Covington, the nigga that you hate so much. You're a clown, and I'm glad the law um, did what they did. If you ever hear this, Jorge, I dare you touch me. Oh, I will sue the shit out of you. I'm looking for a paycheck. I'm trying. Me and my people back home. We, we need. Hey, man. You know, kind of. You, Mr. Beast, building wells, nigga. I'm building wells too. Fuck out of here, you clown. Oh, That's what Lord. I feel about it. Okay. That's what I feel about it. So, this is what I'm gonna say. I see your point, and I and I agree. and he sucker punch uh uh Leon too. He did. Don't forget about that. He did. And he everybody did. was dick riding him. Oh, two piece in the soda. They thought it was the most. He snuck him. No, 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 no. That was fucked up. That was fucked up. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why that was fucked up though, because he wasn't actually talking shit. Leon wasn't talking shit. So for you to do that, that's kind of fucked up. But Leon doesn't talk shit. But that's what I'm saying. He wasn't talking shit to you, and you just decided to swing on him. It's a different thing, right? Here's my thing. And, and again, I agree with almost everything that you said. My only pushback for you is when you're when you're Kobe Covington and you talk all this shit, the fight was over. And this nigga's talking about your family. He pulled a Conor McGregor, how Conor did Khabib. And nobody yeah. said nothing about how Conor jumped out the ring and tried to kill these niggas. And he said it's on sight forever whenever I see this nigga, right? So... We can accept that from Khabib because he talked about his family, his religion, and all of that. His father, all kinds of shit. We can, we can understand that. But for some reason, we can't understand Jorge swinging on this dude for doing the exact same thing minus religion because he didn't, you know, whatever. But he was talking about his family and called him a deadbeat dad and all kinds of other shit. He Is that cool? 20, Are we cool with doing that? He had 25 minutes to take all that anger and beat him in a cage. Hey, the Habib situation Khabib, was different. Khabib no, that had, was different. Khabib had 25 minutes and whooped his ass and still after the fight. Brother, you're, you're, making, my, you're, you're making my point. Habib was so disgusted by Conor's performance. He wanted, to, he wanted a fight and he didn't get a fight. So he wanted more. <laughs> that right there, nigga, that is the ultimate warrior. I, I just killed your leader. Now I'm going to kill your tribe. I'm going to kill everybody in your camp. Because this nigga wasn't enough. I want more. I want more. <laughs> and that's what he did. This Jorge did the opposite, bro. Yeah. You got beat the fuck up. It wasn't like it was a close fight. You got beat up, brother. You got beat up and you couldn't do nothing to him. So you want to punch him in the restaurant. You're a clown. You It's this false, like, I'm a tough Cuban from Miami. I had a tough life. Motherfucker, we all had tough lives. I'm not a fighter. But I'm telling you, that's corny. And you you surprised me with this take. But, hey, this is the beautiful thing about being different. Press yeah. the law. Hey, I mean, 911 is there before. for a reason. Call it. Don't be a tough guy. Press that 911. It's there for a reason. I, I, hey, man, I've said this before, and I will say it again. There's certain things you just don't play with. And people saying certain shit to me. Sony, if I talk about your mother, if I talk about your mother, 
and I talk about your family. I talk about your daughter or whoever else, right? Mm-hmm. And I know beforehand we have a fight coming up. It's not like I said no, this it was after. after the fight, though. It's not before. No, no, no. He said before. He said before. He it said was the after mother- the fight, though. It was no, after the fight where he kept talking before. after he beat him. That's no, what I'm trying to you, say. No, you keep saying it kept. No. What I'm, I'm going by the initial. He talked about his before the fight. So you already had all that built, built up power, Jorge. Mm-hmm. All of that. I'm such a tough guy. You. He talked about your wife. He talked about your kids, right? So why you ain't put your elbows on them? Why you ain't treat them <laughs> how you did with Ben Askren? Why you ain't do what you did with Nate Diaz? Because it ain't that sweet. Kobe, we can say whatever you want, but Kobe's not sweet, nigga. Yeah. You want to punch a nigga when he's eating a restaurant? Come on, Sunni. It's like me punching you while you eating at a restaurant. The most vulnerable that you're going to be. Hey, man. If I'm talking shit, but this is what I'm going to say right here. Young Cordero put up a comment, and I think this is probably the best one. Then again, how can you claim that you're a tough guy, Kobe? But then you call the police after. See, I can't. I can't both of them are goofy for that. I agree with that, but that's not my. That's not my argument. My argument. I'm focusing on Jorge. I'm gonna focus on the person that had the opportunity to put and inflict as much damage. Once again, I repeat: by law, you were allowed to kill this man. You could have mm-hmm. hit this man so hard. And killed him. You could have elbowed him. You could have done all of this. You could have did everything. Yeah. And yet you did nothing. You got beat up and it hurt your feelings. That's all. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Uh, Zol says George is wrong because he got caught. <laughs> That's it. Just because he got caught. Yeah, he That's got caught. Funny. I mean, and then his response told me he hasn't learned nothing. And shout out to Cole before uh, dropping into a misdemeanor. Because nah, me as a cat. He did that because the UFC made him do it. Yeah, I'm saying me as a fan. Hey, Jorge, hit me, please. Because it ain't going to be a misdemeanor. It's going to be a felony. <laughs> but it's going to be a felony. Can I tell you, though, th- and, and maybe this is maybe this is the reason why I'm a fighter. Because the difference is, I remember when when uh, it was brought up, like, oh, Nate Diaz is going to smack you when he see you for saying he was going to lose to Hamzat. And my immediate response was, if he hits me, I'm hitting him back. I'm not, there's no suing for this. Because I'm... A, I don't know. Maybe I just think differently again because I'm a fighter. So I'm like, I can, def- I trained for this. This is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If somebody hits you, yeah, definitely. But if somebody does some other shit, like spit on you or. Oh, no, nigga. No, 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 no. I'm going to have to try to kill you. I know you're going to kill me because you're a fighter. You spit on me, you die. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to have to try to kill you to my best of my ability. But if I'm me and you're a fighter and I don't pop Oh, no, no, no. If you're not a fighter at all, and, some, and a fighter hits you, you should be pressing charges 100%. It's literally going to look like that. I'm falling and I can't get up commercial. <laughs> you hit me, I'm not getting up. I don't care. I'm waiting for the paramedics. I'm waiting for the ambulance. I'm waiting for the whole goddamn FBI. I'm waiting for everybody. Tell them I can't move. My back hurts. And then when I do get held up, I'm going to tell them I can't sleep anymore. I'm literally having nightmares about this knockout. I need, I need, I need royalty. I need for the rest of my life, I need some check. I need a check. I need a check for the rest of my life. So, Jorge, yeah, I'm talking shit. Go ahead. That's funny as fuck. Oh. All right. Last one before we get out of here. They got some good questions. Uh, Takero Man 91 says, thoughts on combat sports options right now. We got MMA, bare knuckle, karate combat, jujitsu. Are we in a golden age of combat? Um... Yes and no. Actually, let me leave this up here. I would say yes and no for us being in the golden age of combat because, yes, it seems like it is because we have access to all of these different options. 
and we have promotions that are available so that we can see it. So in that aspect, I would say yes, right? Yes, this is the golden age of combat sports because everything is available to us at pretty much the highest level and we can watch it all whenever we want. The reason why I say no <clears throat> is because I think we're not going to be able to see all the stuff that we want to see simply because of all the bullshit that's going on. Um, and, you know, certain fighters not accepting fights with certain fighters. It happens in MMA. It happens in boxing. It happens in everything, right? But that's the only reason why I would say no. But I feel like this is probably the era where it's happened the most, where we have fighters fighting each other, actually fighting each other. Like Terrence Crawford and... and um, What's homeboy you just beat the shit out of? <clears throat> Earl Spence. Earl Spence. And, you know, uh, they tried to make Francis and John Jones, but then Francis and Tyson Fury and, you know, all these other fights that that people want to see, they're trying to make them. So I think yes, but I also think no, because there's a lot of fights that I would have loved to see in the past that, you know, we ain't we ain't going to make it happen now. And I know a lot of them ain't going ain't gonna to happen in the future either. What do you think? You think this is the the golden age of combat sports? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm the least qualified. I don't even have an opinion on that because I, I don't watch bare knuckle. I don't watch karate, and I definitely don't watch jujitsu comp competition. Mm. So I mean, you would have you answered it perfectly, and chat probably answered it also. So, uh, well, nobody has said anything about it yet. I would Ajani, just say as a casual, I love this cool. answer, Johnny. Fighting in the coliseums of Rome was the golden age. I like that answer. Is that oh, you talking about the gladiators and all that? Yeah, I mean that's what y'all are though. Essentially, modern day gladiators. I I agree. Modern day. I agree. I agree. E Will says that the golden age has passed, and I know why he said that, but I can't. You say it's the golden age because it, I do think that we have a bias though. There is a bias to that, and there's a bias to that because. Like, for example, I would probably agree with <clears throat> I would probably agree with that statement. Right. But it would also be me. <sighs> Here's what I'm trying to say. If if I were to say anonymous that the golden age of MMA was when GSP and was champion, Anderson Silva was champion and John Jones was champion and they was out here wrecking everybody. If I said that, you would agree with me, right? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. Most people would agree because at that time, if you were an MMA fan, like the fights actually meant something back then because they, they didn't have fucking fights every weekend. You know what I mean? Like they had fights twice a month and you got to see the best fighters fight each other. <clears throat> you got to see fucking John Jones destroy motherfuckers. Fedor was out here beating the shit out of motherfuckers over in, in Russia over there. Uh, 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 we had George jabbing people's faces off. Anderson front kicking people in the face. We have all this shit happening all in all in, in one time. A lot of classic moments happened at one time. But I feel like that was because there was a big spotlight on the sport at that time and it was trying to grow. And that was like, the I, I would personally say as an MMA fan, that was like the biggest time, right? Because now it feels oversaturated. Now it feels like, you know what? It, you know what it is. I don't care about the people that are champion anymore. I don't give a shit about Sean O'Malley. 
Like, I don't care about... Uh, uh, I even forgot just now that John Jones is the heavyweight champion. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's, there's so much happening that it yeah. feels like it's too much. When at that time, like- we knew exactly what the fuck it was. It wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't oversaturated. And if you knew somebody's name and you knew who these people were, it was because they were good fighters, not because they talk too much. Yeah. I just feel like it's more, um, how would I say it? It's more replicas, no more originators. Mm, that part. So that's why it feels stagnant. Yeah, my that part. Sean Miley is cool, but there was a Connor before you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? John Jones is the originator, but that heavyweight division, if we're going to be honest, heavyweight is just... Yeah, it's not great. I mean, France is left, and it's like, really, who are we really talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not interesting. So, yeah, it's not enough originators. But there will be somebody. It, it always happens. Once yeah, a decade. somebody will come along, yeah. It has to happen. <clears throat> Definitely has to happen. But I, I had a random question for... Yeah, uh, go for it. This is the last one. Go. Just a real random question. Real, mm-hmm. really random. You watch anime, Sunny? Or does chat watch anime? Um. So, I remember the first time somebody asked me that question, I said no. But then when I looked at the list of anime, I actually have watched a lot. It's just I don't watch it now. But I used to watch it a lot when I was younger. Why? Oh, no. I just want to make it quick. If y'all do watch anime... That Attack on Titan last episode was probably the greatest of all time. That I mean that 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 just made it probably the greatest anime of all time. I mean it was Dragon Ball Z, obviously. But yeah. Just watch Attack on Titan and that's all I'm gonna say. That's just random. I've heard about that one. People talk about that one a lot. Um wh- what is that about? I'm 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 not going to uh just Google it. That's okay. all. This is just some tall ass motherfuckers fighting us. <laughs> that's the only way I can think of <laughs> explaining it. Okay. Well, I'll, t- I'll definitely take a look at it. Um, yeah, I would say Dragon Ball Z was definitely, obviously, you know, the one that I really fucked with. But I also fucked with, um, I fucked with Hajime no Ippo, the joint with the with the kid boxing. That was my shit. What you know about Ippo? Come, bro, Come that's on, probably, that's that's the greatest boxing anime of all time. Hands down. I was just, I was literally talking to Eric about this yesterday. I was telling him he needs to watch that. Yesterday. But when he when, when he learned how to do a peekaboo style, it was over. Ooh. I said he's a, he's the most dangerous motherfucker of all time. He's yeah. a dangerous motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So also I was telling him about um Hunter X Hunter. That was my oh, shit too. Oh, so you do watch anime. You just pick and choose. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I don't be watching, like I have I've I've seen a few episodes of Baki, but like it's not something that I watch now. Nah, Baki's like, too much. Baki's too it's too many swole ass niggas fighting. It's too much for me. <laughs> it's, it's way it's, it's way too much for me. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I just like I said, it's not something that I watch now. I mean, I'm sure if I if I found some that that were interesting, like maybe this Attack on Titan would be good. But you know what it was for me, honestly, it was uh, Adult Swim when I was when you know we were in school. That was what was showing all the anime. That's why I was watching it, like Ghost in the Shell. Um, what's the other one? Inu Inuasha, Yu uh, Yu Hakusho. All them go Yeah, that's a goaded anime. Okay, yeah. I'm surprised by your knowledge of anime. Yeah. That's, that's dope. I never watched Naruto, though. Never watched Naruto. I just saw somebody uh, post it. I never watched that. Naruto, it, it's cool, but I mean, it ain't my type of flavor. I've what what y'all saying? Do they watch it? Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I never oh, watched Ka- One Piece. Anthony, I'm not going to lie to you. Jujutsu Kaisen won't surpass Attack on Titan just because that I don't think a 
another story is going to be told like that, bro. Aaron is the GOAT. That's all I have to say. The GOAT. But Jujutsu Kaisen is fire. Fire. Oh, yeah. Ruroni Kenshin. That was my shit, too. Yeah, I joined fire, too. Facts. 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 Big facts. <laughs> Diego said, nah, anonymous watch in time. <laughs> See, I want y'all to look up. I want y'all to look up a word projection. Okay. Just because you a freaky ass nigga, Diego. Don't put that on me. Yeah, I might um I might watch uh I might watch Attack on Titan now because everybody's been talking about it, so I might have to take the time. Yeah, but there's um, another joint, Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga. Yeah, they they fun. they just said that. Sasquatch just said that. Yeah, you might like Vinland Saga because they, they they don't play around, bro. I, I'm so I'm like I don't want to keep diving into it, but I'm so glad that we were brought up in this era because I could, I would be a terrible Viking, bro. Absolutely not. <laughs> Will you see me run into war? Come on. Nigga. Hell nah. That's funny. Absolutely not. But yeah. Well, all right, y'all. That's, um, Oh, Kai just said, uh, Aaron was wrong. Hey, hey no way you supporting this man. Hey, Kai, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you just put, I don't want to dive too deep to it. But just think about it, bro. His whole plan was for his friends. He realized war is always going to happen. Don't say too much. Don't say too much because I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying he knew war was going to happen always because we as humans suck. And he thought about his friends. That's all. The GOAT. Well, that's all we got for today, guys. We appreciate you guys for the conversation. And we will definitely take into account a lot of people were saying they enjoyed the side topics today. So we might do another... another you know episode during the week with just side topics but we'll see outside of that um thank you guys for tuning in as always you got anything you want to say before we get out of here anonymous no once again appreciate y'all thank you for the convo and definitely we'll you know we're going to talk about a lot more things than just mma i'm sorry i'm part of this shit too now so (laughs) you know i mean obviously mma is going to be the focal point you know but we're gonna have to add a little different things here and there but appreciate y'all and thank you for watching us all right and we don't do that subscribe and all we're not beggars either you do it or you don't (laughs) either you fuck with us or you don't you know what i'm saying so thank you for your time (laughs) all right y'all peace